You're listening to Can I Help You with the love master himself, Craig Shoemaker. It is another episode. We're doing a number of these in a row with Sean Smith. It's really fun to Can have tell- a Go reflection, ahead, have a reflection of me. I got to tell you the truth. We were talking earlier uh, or another episode about men and manhood and what it means. And I sat here saying, I'm going to say something to him that is so, so far gone from how I was trained is I love you. Hmm. Every time I talk to you, I love you more and more. And that's not really said yeah. in society, is it? We don't not know each all. other that well. But I see you and I'm going, this feels like love to me. Yeah. You know? And anyone else who, oh, <laughs> I grew up fag. You know, Absolutely. Whatever they would say. It's like, and I'm sitting here, I'm going, and it brings little tears to my eyes. I go, man, I really dig this guy. I, yeah. really, I don't know you that well. I wouldn't, you know, I've met your wife a few times, wouldn't know your child in a lineup. Maybe mm-hmm. you probably have the same thing. It's like, uh, my wife had a surprise party a couple years ago. You probably weren't invited. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it's like we're not that close, but I'm yeah. sitting here going, what an experience to share this space, you know, as two human beings that are on this journey, but at similar parts of the journey mm-hmm. where I was going to talk about this in another, another episode, we're celebrating our individuality at the same time we're celebrating our community and Mm. bringing the individual into this commune, if you will, this communing that we're doing. And I'm going, man, this is an individual I really like trust. Mm. And there's no rescuing. There's no baggage. There's nothing attached. Positioning and peacocking. Nothing. I feel, I know you're the same way. I can look at you and know that you have nothing going on inside of you. That thank you. That any, means a lot. Anything. Huh? I said, thank you. That means why'd a lot. You, laugh? you have nothing going on inside of you. I was just joking. Man. Ah, I, I didn't I didn't mean to kill the moment. <laughs> I didn't mean to kill the moment. No, but killing the moment's great. Yeah. And I can trust that I actually have a really from. good story. on. I'm that. not going to label that passive aggressive. Right. That's where people go because they me, have yeah. you down for the competition. They've got you down for you are going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And they have and. And everything you say, I've had this happen with several people in my life. I actually had a good experience, by the way, two peacocks. Yeah. No, two, two cocks. That yeah, didn't sound a, right Maybe either. that's a different. Two roosters. That's a little different. We were, we were going memory. at it. I won't say we because I truly will tell you, look you in the eye and say, I really was mellow, chill. I knew where I was going with this. But I shared with him a different perspective. He was coming at me with accusations. It had to be his way. And there was no space in this conversation. And there was part of me, I went into fear. I'm going, oh, I'm just going to hang this up. That's the end of this relationship. I don't need this. Yeah. And by the way, how many people have been there? I don't need this. It's easier to cut ties. Maybe you do. Maybe this person's going to be your greatest teacher. Mm. And, uh, and I have to tell you, you know, I can only share what happened. So he all of a sudden he had a pause. He was coming hard. And he has and his defense in coming hard was he has the proof of being a man because he's made a ton of money. Right. And 
that's at the core of what he was saying, basically. Bigger success than me. Yeah. Like, who were you to tell me? Right. But I kept trying I've to. I've outperformed I, I kept, you. Yeah, I kept trying to pare it down to, I would say to him, this, by the way, works in my life, so some people can use it. If you have a position that you're taking of uh, something you think I'm doing to hurt you, some agenda that I have, ask me for clarification. I can guarantee that every single time you ask for clarification instead of coming back at me, you are this person. Oh, here he goes again. We all have those people. Sure. You're not one of them, which is great. I got zero of that with you. It's that constant judge. I had asked him weeks ago. I said, can you not be my judge and jury? It's like uncomfortable to me. Mm-hmm. He couldn't even hear that. You're not going to tell me what to do. You're a bully. I'm like, oh, man, that's your experience. Yeah. And I said, ask for clarification. And something happened in this conversation. It was almost a miracle. Hmm. He shifted. And he told me that he shifted. And he goes, this is really hard for me. Because I really, I'm really successful. And I'm the dictator. Yeah. So he said to me, he goes, I'm the dictator. I've run my business. I came from nothing. That, he's got all that down. Like, I don't want to call it a speech, but he's got that sure. down. And it was like this moment where, and I got to tell you something. A couple days later, he acknowledged it again in a more profound way. Yeah. And it wasn't me winning, which we talked about. It wasn't me winning. It was me acknowledging, wow, this is a better way to live. Mm. is to have two people growing together. I grew in the conversation, even the way I responded to him. I almost left the conversation. I don't need this. And now, again, I just got another email from him. Again, took it up another level. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, he's even saying, you're going to have to be patient with me. This is not easy. He's admitting that. Yeah. To go with this, I have to clarify and all that kind of stuff. He's going to be his normal self. But I said to him, I said, at the end of the day, you know, I love you, and that's my intention is for you to see me for who I truly am, not what you're dictating me to be. Mm-hmm. That's how I have a great marriage. That's the only reason my mantra when I found Mika, she was always my friend, but when she be- became lovers and then girlfriend, boyfriend, and then marriage, I only had a mantra, one mantra, see me for who I truly am, not who you dictate me to be. If that is the mantra with all of your relationships— Seeing the person for who they truly are. I know in my case, I only see love when I see her. That's who she mm-hmm. truly is. She's the divine love. And I believe that most of the time, although during the quarantine, maybe not as much, most <laughs> of the time she sees that my intentions are really good. I might go off. I might, you know, do something yeah. wrong. Or, you said that the operating word is intention. If you can exactly. see people for their intentions exactly. and not how we respond to them. So going back to this story with this other guy, as you know, he's acknowledging that this is difficult and he's yeah. always been the dictator and all it's that really stuff. Cool, though. But he also can't stop his attraction to what's happening. His, uh, his, his, what I would say, this might sound weird. I don't know that I've ever put it this way, but his attraction to male intimacy. And that doesn't mean sexual. No. But you know what's funny? Intimacy between that? men is so you don't even rare. You know this guy or this situation is the first I'm talking about. And you're actually right. Yeah. No, you, well, you're, because you're more than right than you think you are. I'm mm. telling you, it's, it is high level and it's been expressed in so many different words. That is the case here of his intention mm-hmm. is the intimacy with me. Mm-hmm. What that looks like to him 
and what looked like what that looks like to me are two very different versions of which we're trying to pare that down to more of an essential where neither one of us has any sort of an agenda. That's the true great relationships that you can have. Yeah. So that's, I don't want anything from you, Sean. You don't want anything from me. But we still have a shared intention. Correct. And I think that's really important in relationships yeah. of any kind, sexual or yeah. partnership, and is that if you guys both want intimacy, but what it means to each person is different, right. then you can go toward the essence of intimacy and then create connection. And I think intimacy is a scary word for a lot of men, oh, actually, because it has such a sexual that's another one. nature, but it's really just connection. And I think we probably lost half the audience anyway. <laughs> that's once I told you I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? So I about 15 years ago when I got into personal development, I went to a Jack Canfield seminar and he did something called the hug process. Mm -hmm. So for like five minutes, all you do is just go around and hug people. And sometimes it, it goes on for 10 or 15 minutes at the time in my life. I was extremely uncomfortable with that because oh, really? I wasn't an open touchy feely okay. kind of guy okay. at that point. Mm -hmm. And the first two days, a seven day event, the first two days, even though I didn't like the idea of hugging, like a hug it is, just, and there's Get like out. 350 people in the room. So, I mean, it's just like this hug orgy, right? Like, and it's, really? and, and the lights may have gone down a little bit, but they were just playing like soft music in the background. I mean, you talk about an intimate I'm experience. I'm a hugger and I'm uncomfortable. Right. And, I, what I found myself doing, I wasn't aware of it at the time, mm -hmm. is I just sought out women. Of course. Because intimacy with a woman was okay. Oh, yeah. Intimacy with a man was not in terms of the way I was thinking. Yeah. And then the third day, this guy who I ended up becoming friends with, his name is Peter, he and I just kind of locked eyes. And then I couldn't not hug him. I didn't want to. But I was already like past the point of no return. And I gave him a hug and right when it was, you know, kind of that time to, to break the hug after a few seconds, I didn't want to. And I actually hugged him a little bit tighter. And what I felt in that moment was, this is what I'm missing. Hmm. True love from a man, yeah. which is different than love from a woman. 100%. And neither one of them is better than the other. It's just right. different. So right. then for the next five days... I ignored all the women and all I wanted was a bunch of man hugs. Wow. And that was really what started my journey mm. into opening up as a man, me recognizing that the male nurturing intimacy was missing in my life. Let, let me it's ask such you, a rare being. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Uh, it's not off topic, but let's say that the man is gay. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that the man is gay. Mm -hmm. What does the hug feel like? Better, different, same, or um, more intimate, less intimate? What do you think about that? I think it depends on what I'm making gay mean. So if I'm afraid. No, no, no not what you're making. I'm, the man is gay. Right, no. Right. What I'm saying is, but my response to that. So if I'm afraid of what hugging if, yeah. a gay man because of what it means about me. So you're or, saying what if. I'm saying purely. Correct. It's not a what if. It's like how would you feel? How do you well, feel? I've What's got two answers though. Okay. So one answer is what my mind is making. Okay. The idea that he's gay mean about that's, him, that's about right. me, yeah. about being a man. If I can not be influenced by whatever my ego-driven 
stories are, if I could just fall into the divine connection with another human being who's a male, then I can get something really because it's it's a, a little surfacey answer. I'm asking directly. I just said it was really deep. That's not it's, surface. It's not surface. <laughs> no matter what. Is it you, a deep surface? Because it was it, it was almost like if this happened or if or this is where I should go and all that. Okay. I'm saying flat out, you're in that hug room, and you know this guy over here is gay. You yeah. know this guy that you had the embrace with. I don't know if he was gay or straight or whatever it was. Is is not. Yeah. Your feeling when you're hugging that gay man is what? Now it's the same as just hugging same a man. Same exact as it is with Correct. a straight man. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, back then, I don't remember thinking about it, but probably not. Because I wasn't open to my own vulnerability. And I think I was probably threatened in some way, maybe, by my own stories of what it means to even hug, regardless of whether it's gay or straight, but, but just hug. But this goes back to like the fabric of these conversations we keep having is intention. what's my experience and my perspective yeah. according to but what's my your, stories. But what's your intention? Now, and I what's will, my intention? I will share sure. with you that my hugs with men, with gay men, and this, I'm generalizing, the gay men have been resistant to the hug. And I think men in general, for sure. No, the gay men. Sure. Who yeah, yeah. I would expect in my old thoughts of when I was growing up, I would expect that they would be, oh, my God, this is great. I'm having a hug. And I've talked to a few of my friends about it, and they have admitted to me that they're homophobic. Doesn't that sound weird? That men are homophobic or the that the gay, gay men man are homophobic? Is homophobic. That does sound counterintuitive. It does, but sure. I've heard it a number of times. Interesting. It is. And and you wonder, you know, what, what that's about. And then when I'm hugging them, I have thoughts that are different than a straight man. But both both are not intimate thoughts. Yeah. These are both thoughts that do separate me. That's the key is with you're the, thinking with you're not Exactly, feeling. exactly. Yeah. With the straight guy, I'm thinking, I don't want to be the wrong idea. Right. And the gay man, I'm thinking I don't get a wrong idea, but they're two different wrong ideas. Exactly. So it's, it's, but the bottom line is when I'm comfortable though, I do love hugging. And that's a, one of those male things that I tossed out years ago mm-hmm. that when it is safe, when the other person on the other side of the hug is okay. By the way, a lot of women are not okay with oh, it these days. Oh, of course. Yeah. These days. Hugging is more worse. Than, more than ever. With women, with women, I find. Hugging is scarier for a lot of people than yeah. sex. Isn't that crazy? Or kissing yeah. or looking into the eyes. Like a lot of people, the intimacy of just pure connection is terrifying for a lot of people. But men need more man hugs. Absolutely. Because there's an energy of male nurturing that our society doesn't have. What are we going to do now with the social distancing about hugging? Like when the society kind of opens back up again and whether people are terrified. Now they're saying, you know, no handshakes or whatever. I mean, that wasn't that great of a tradition. Yeah. My father used to visit me. I don't know if I ever told you this. And uh, every few years, every few months, whatever it was. And he used to feel my hands. He said, these aren't man hands. (laughs) These are baby hands. Barbara, what are you doing with this kid? These are baby hands. You need worker hands. 
That's like humiliation hey, where's your, from dad. Where's your handshake? Jeez, yeah. give me a. So I worked on my handshake. I couldn't wait till he came back the next time. And I wanted man hands. Like a death grip? I took my mom's emery board and scrubbed my yeah, hands rough to those blood. Things up. To blood. Really? So they would scab up. And he would feel these rough hands when he came to see yeah. me. Because that's what a man meant to me. Is this man that would come into my life every so often and just drop the messages mm -hmm. with my mom all the time. Sure. These so were you were more, being emasculated in front of the man and the woman. Exactly. I, yeah. And I was, I was, you know, exactly emasculated to the point where just him coming around every few years or whatever it was dropped more of a message on me than the every day with my mom. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. How we, how we put so much power into the man and into the patriarchs of society which is now my resistance is yeah. back to looking at this and go, wait a minute. If you want to get down to, if you want to pare this down to the essential problem, if we have problems, let's say we, we admit we all have problems, right? Mm -hmm. The country has problems. If you pare it down, who's responsible for the problems? They try to deflect it onto welfare recipients, mm -hmm. the poor. No. Who's always been in charge? It's white male, male patriarchs. Power. They've always been in charge. You can't get mad at me. That well, I wouldn't is a, agree that with is a white fact. other than in our culture. No, I wouldn't. In I the wouldn't, United States. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. United States. White is, and I think this is a really important piece. White is an adjective to, to attach to the problem. Uh-huh. The problem is patriarchy, as you're saying. Yeah. The problem is power. And men have which exists in all colors. Pretty much all, exactly. Yeah. Right. That's so true. In that, that's this true. culture, white I, is I'm, an adjective, but it's not the problem. Yeah, I guess because I'm surrounded with, I'm more prejudiced to it. Yeah, Prejudging. That's all you know. Yeah. Right? Like if, if I were, went to Africa, it exactly. Would be, you know, completely most of the African countries completely dominated by a male culture to the point of violence and the same essential human problems yeah. are happening. The details are different. Right. The adjectives are different. Right. The weapons are different. Right. Yeah. But it is the same problem. Same of, control. I think same. men trying to outpower other men. And they control the message. They control the messengers. Right. And that's how, that's who at the core of it all is patriarchy. Yeah. And we can't even, we can't even talk about it. That's how good they are at this. And honestly, it, it, I'm, I'm not being facetious in any way. Yeah. If we hugged each other more, oh, it would all start to dissolve. Can you imagine that? Yeah. But we're macho. And if we told each other, like you did at the beginning of this, yeah. I love you. Yeah. And there's no issue with that. Like right. men right. can be intimate with other men. It has nothing to do with sexuality. Yeah. And if that were to happen, if... See, going back to what you said, one of the reasons that you and I can essentially be in each other's space without threats is because I'm not trying to fill my ego by humiliating you in right, some way. Right. So we're not adversaries here. Right. We can cooperate and we can collaborate and, 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 and not even compete. if we even if we did, it would be fun. We can do those things and make right, fun of each other. Fun. It's not passive aggressive right. it's not mean -spirited. it's not based on no it's based in a recognition a of void. like hey i'm that way too or i'm or i can be sensitive too or i can mm -hmm. fail also or i can you know have character traits that are off and different 
we all do, and it's recognizing one another. To me, sometimes if you rip on, we, we talked about this yesterday with my best friend, he had a rip session. I said, I can't imagine Paul in a rip session because there's certain people that I get that feeling mm -hmm. like you can't approach them in that way. He and I are like, oh, my God, we just constantly. And I love him more than almost, I mean, definitely more than any man. I yeah. love my friend Saram. And he is, we full-on rip on each other. And that's, and it's not like, oh, you guys are hiding something. No, it's not. This is, this is truly our bonding. Depends on what's no underneath it. Because a lot of men, like, right. what a lot of men think is intimacy is, is uh, communicated through insults. Right. Right. So if I rip on you as an insult, that's about as intimate as I want to get mm -hmm. for the most part with the way that men operate. But essentially, we're still throwing insults and yeah. we have to get past intimacy through insults and get to intimacy through hugs. Well, he intimacy and I have through, that, though. That's what I'm saying. Because you have that, the ripping doesn't pull you guys apart. But because right. most men don't have the intimate connection with self, with father, with yeah. other men then the ripping and insulting each other is as close to intimacy as they think that yeah. they can experience, but it's not intimacy. So Ooh. what's underneath in the connection is what really matters. And I firmly believe that almost all of the problems in our world comes down to this, I call it the, the masculine wound. It comes down to wounded masculine energy mm -hmm generally embodied by men, but women have it too. And that wounded masculine energy needs to hurt somebody else, needs to humiliate somebody else, needs to hold somebody else down because it thinks that the way to get strong is by proving somebody else weak. I really think that's at the core of rape. It's at the core mm -hmm. of sexual, not just sexual abuse, but sexual uh, like pervasive deviance, deviance and... Right. There's the thinking that's in society. Yeah. I think it's at the core of our wars. It's at the core of religious yeah. conflict. I mean, essentially, it's at the core of all conflict. Mm -hmm. Conflict can only exist when each side is trying to better the other. Yeah. It's so territorial, too. It's ridiculous. It is. It's primal. It's tribal. So, yeah, yeah uh, conversations that are having a difficult time, if they ended with a hug, mm -hmm. I can guarantee every time that's happened with me, only good is going to prevail. You know what would be cool? What? what if they started with a hug? Conversations? Yeah. Like, what if you actually had, I, I know this is probably not going to be practical, but just what if you had a conflict, especially with somebody you care about, right? Like wife, child, siblings, friends. Yeah. And, and you started with a hug. And, you, mm. and then you can connect with intention. Right. And then come and then pull back and go, okay, well, here's what's up for me. I'll I've never try, thought I'm, about I'm that gonna, till right now. I'm going to try that tonight. That's really, we should have an episode where we get back to people and let them know what happened when we both went home to our wives yeah. and started our conversation with a hug. I don't know about you, but during the quarantine, eh, it's not bad. We're not arguing, mm -hmm. but it's just not, you know, it's not a high level. I, I'm getting more from you right now. I'm not saying we're you know, having we're sex. We're overlapping <laughs> on each other. Right. In our homes. Like but there's... she's not, uh, I don't think she's that into me right now, mm. my wife. And it, I, it probably has to do we with. We should have her on the next podcast. Oh, I just did one with her. It was really, oh, really? good, by the way. Nice. Well, we did a, 
a video together. Okay. And that I felt intimacy with her. It's funny because I got to be, you know, fun and, you know, like teasy, but in a fun, you know, a good way. Kind of like my wheelhouse stuff. Let I like, me ask I like you a, yeah. let me ask you a real personal question. Okay, go ahead. I'll and be, I know you'll edit it out if you don't, if you don't like where it goes, right? Or I won't answer it. No. <laughs> my experience. You know, people have asked me personal questions. I'm seriously, I go yeah. into no fear. I can't even think of a time that I haven't answered it. Nice. All right. Well, you got to answer this one. And I think that's that. good for, I think that's good. There's a, there's a saying you're as sick as your secrets. Yeah, I like that. And I have people around me, someone I just talked to the other day, a family member, who is very secretive. And that person has had difficulties in life. Yeah, there's something to hide. Filled with shame. Sure. The manifestations of it are, you know, so many things, including body breakdown, depression, and so on. And I sit there and I... I've accepted it now, and I don't try to rescue it or save it. And I just go, uh, mm-hmm. of course you're depressed. Of course you're doubling down on your doses because all of this hiding. Trying to hold the beach ball underwater. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So so go and ask. So my experience of Mika, yes. who I've only known for a few years yeah. and met a few years ago but didn't really stay connected over the last couple of years, yeah. is that she is becoming much more empowered in the sense of her business probably making more money than she did before. And I'm seeing her as much more of a leader Mm -hmm. in my experience of her, like doing Facebook lives or or videos. What you're observing of someone, you know, yeah, you don't know her that well, but this is what are you observing? And it seems to me like she's growing into more of a leadership role. Where's the personal? The personal is how are you taking that? Because a lot of men are threatened mm-hmm. when their wives become yeah. more empowered. I'm not going to answer that. Okay, personal. good. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I waited for the I waited for the end for that punchline. Man, you really set that yeah, all up too. All, you know, people have all these things to I hide. Never, I don't do that I anymore. Never in my life, not never answer again. the personal question. You know what's right. so weird about well, it? The recording there stopped. Was a, a little side of me that almost wanted you to go way, way personal. Yeah. That I would have to think about it. That's not even that personal. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the. I will tell you. I love women in their power. I love it. I could name some that I think about who are so attractive to me. Because of their power, mm-hmm. it's it becomes. These are people that are not going to be. You know, they're not a superman. Kamala Harris, right? I'm so attracted to her. Pamela, Kamala, Kamala. Okay, the, the, I don't Kamala, know who that is. She's in the Senate, ran for president. Maybe that's why she lost because no one knew who she was. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just an example that came off the top of my head. Yeah. I will tell you, I absolutely love women in power i love female comedians for that reason owning Mm -hmm. their power i love anybody in entertainment that owns their power so you must not be threatened threatened by that power that's the key (laughs) quite quite the opposite i encourage this so in a traditional sense if someone's looking from the outside they might go oh their relationship's gonna be tough because she used to be the one behind him and now she's taking no way i would go nuts if she was the breadwinner That'd be nice. Oh, I could totally dig that. 
I should actually I was with someone for a while that people had a perception. No, I was two women that actually people would have a perception that they made more money than I did. And it, I was more uncomfortable with that others people's thinking that than right. I was the actual that they were, you know, powerful the breadwinner. Yeah. Breadwinner. They weren't the breadwinner. There was mm-hmm. an illusion maybe, but I probably made more than both of them, but that's not the point. The point is that in the relationship, I'm not thinking, "Hey, wait a minute here." It's only the outside ego of what people are thinking. Yeah. But my wife is really, you've seen it. You're reflecting back. Oh, my God. She's so, now here's what's funny about you She just you took a trip it. without you. Oh, yeah. Here's, uh, it, here, yeah. Here, it's funny you should say that because here's another side to it. I have to admit, personal, I'm not liking that she is leaving the me and the family because of it. Because of her dedication to helping others yeah. through her business, which is a transformative business. By the way, I don't even know what the hell it is. Anyway, <laughs> still don't know. It's years later. Still don't know. I see what she does, and I love what she's doing. She does breath work. She does this, meditation. It's unbelievable to watch her growth, and I love it. But sometimes, and I've had this talk with her, you know, I could be honest. Sometimes I wish she would bring it home. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like some of the stuff you're teaching... I even said to her the other day, I said, you do breath work. And you had, and I told you it was the biggest trip I've ever been on. I've been on acid and everything. Bigger than acid, this breath yeah, work that she it's does. it's powerful. Oh, my God. And I said, you know what would make me happy if you came up to me and said, I'd like to do breath work with you. And I let it go. Yeah. Hasn't happened. Or I'll say, yeah, I'd like if you came up to me and said you wanted to have sex. Mm-hmm. I said it. Hasn't happened. <laughs> so... so, um, in that way, it's a little disappointing, but not for the clinical sense that we all would think it would be. Oh, he doesn't like she has power. Like no. based on you losing your manhood no. or something like that. It's a zero. It's a yeah. zero. I have no thoughts. Of, as a matter of fact, I constantly think of people that she would resonate with. Who did I have a talk mm-hmm. with yesterday? I was going, I said, uh, oh, I know what it was. My old agent called me. This was really flattering to me. Um, I was his first client. He was a young kid, and now he's a partner at one of the biggest agencies in the world. And he called me out of nowhere. How you doing? Talked for two hours. Nice. And it's funny. What I said, if anything comes out of this conversation, you had me at your wife is a new age hippie wife. I said, <laughs> all I want to happen from this conversation, no agenda about, hey, what can you do for me? That's all out of He's not my agent. I said, Let's, I want to introduce them. <laughs> And yeah. I said, she does that. I said, my wife loves compost, you know, whatever, you know. So, and it was so funny where that conversation went. And it was like, I want her to be happy. And that's her space. And it's not mine, you know, where she goes and she yeah. did this dance in Australia and, I'll, you know, whatever. Sometimes I don't know what her business is. But I enjoy that she, as we talked about in another episode, I love individuality. Yeah. Here, I've got to tell you something. This is so ironic. She just texted me. Really? Right? It says, when are you coming say, back? What are you guys talking about? I wish she would say, are you coming back for sex? Or are you coming back? Is that back? not what it was? No, it's, oh. when are you coming back? Any chance we can do nature time today? Hmm. What do you I'm, think about when you see when you this. hear nature time? Well, I'm going to see the experiment That sounds here. like sex in the woods. That's what, that's what, that's what I'm going to say. There's not a shot that's what it means. I said... <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna say you mean you mean get naked in the woods. Yeah, 
Naked and naked in the woods. <laughs> Perfect. I think that's exactly what she means. There's not a shot. <laughs> so I'm texting Nature that. Time. We're going to see her. Uh, should I say, just leave it with let's you see the naked real in the woods. Time oh, response. Let's see the real yeah. time response. Yeah. It's funny that we're talking about her. And uh, so this will be our last episode of the day because if she wants to have sex, oh, yeah, I'm, you're out out. I'm out of here. Of course. Yeah. But that is the one thing when someone is in their power is, and by the way, let's reverse this. Mm -hmm. That goes for me too. What? You know, well, when I'm at my business, I tell my kids get out of the room. I tell her to get out of the room. I'm doing business. Yeah. So it's the same thing. So I'm not liking it. I'm just talking so out loud So you're projecting now. it onto her. I'm you not don't like it when she does what you do. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And by the way, she's on she's online all the time. Yeah. And I'm going, whoa. And I've said to her, you know, you know, I put these little requests in, but it's almost like when you ask for it, it's not going to happen. You know, ha ha, as long as we have masks on. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> That's the response. Done. I'll bring three. <laughs> Should it's, I say, do I need a mask on my penis? That was not a rejection. That's amazing. No. As long you mean as a, we have. Well, she knows I was being funny. You mean a mask on my penis, I'm going to say. So, <laughs> see what we're. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. We're getting the real time. My next therapy response. session is can you get that thought out of my head? <laughs> A mask on Craig's penis. Oh my God! It's a love master, baby. Oh, yeah. That's gonna have to be a pup tent. What size mask? <laughs> you gotta mask all this, baby. Big parachute. So uh, she's not responding to that one. <laughs> I think she realized that she just walked into something that. All right. So serious. how can we wrap up the episode? What was this one about? I'm not really just clear being on this men. one. You know, That's we were just talking, and you started off by saying "I love you." That was this episode. That was this oh, episode. God, we've been that too long today. together. That was today. I thought yeah. it was two episodes ago. Mm -mm. Today. Yeah. No, but it wasn't today. This it episode. It was this today? episode, and is a and it's a really important message for men that we can yeah. be vulnerable, and it actually increases our ability to be a man. I think that's the key. We don't, act, we don't lose our manhood by vulnerability. Yeah. We don't lose our manhood by hugging another man. Gay, straight, doesn't matter. We don't lose our manhood by saying, I love you. In fact, it increases the strength that we're all looking for, right. which is stability, control. Those things are found through masculinity, not by, I mean, vulnerability, not by denying vulnerability. Did she respond? Uh, no, I'm telling her to come get me though. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I agree, but I want to say something. There's woods like right there. I know there's woods right there. I'm just looking, right. We have past coyotes the... right there. Oh yeah. I could get rid of the coyotes. It's, it's the kids. that's the problem too. Oh, not the kids are a problem, but you I need wanna... me to be a wingman. You need I'm... me to babysit for I'm... what? Three minutes. I was thinking that. Okay. I want, it won't take me that yeah, long. I was, I was figuring it takes a minute to get the clothes off and on. <laughs> And then I'm that's all I need is off and on because <laughs> everything else is going to be done. I'm that it's that bad right now. We got build up. So my point that I want to get to is what you just said was we addressed it to men. I'd like to address that same message to women, not because women don't have the same issues we have. What I'd say is if you are um, if if you are 
You're a little distracted right now. You got well, man, sex wait, on waiting the for answers. She changed the damn subject. That's what oh, she does. No, we can't do that. You got to bring it back. Reel it back in. No, I'm not reeling it back <laughs> in. I'm going to give up. I'm not getting laid anytime this. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So, anyway. That was close, though. It here, almost counts. Here's what I want to say. Almost here's what I want to say to the women. This has been really good for my relationship. My wife has zero jealousy. Well, she has zero jealousy of other women. Mm-hmm. Like zero. That's upsetting a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, really? Am, yeah. I that, am I that unattractive? Right. So um, now she's <laughs> texting me really standard stuff. Did she text you a grocery uh, list? No, yeah, it's like that. She goes, you can't drive back. I'm saying, come get me. Oh, jeez. So anyway, this is the message I want to say to women. This Our is a very important Our next episode should be on that text conversation right there. Unpacked. Our text conversations are great. <laughs> so if you want humor. Right. If you want to get laid, not. So anyway, my message to women is let men be who they are. Yeah. Without trying to, don't be jealous of their friendships mm-hmm. with men. If you think some he's, he's hanging out with a guy, because you hear this all the time, mm-hmm. he's bad for you. When you start getting into that, your relationship is done. Mm-hmm. I've seen it over and over and over again. Not only the jealousy with women, but the jealousy with men. If you think that just, to, if you can hear this message, if you're having difficulty in a relationship, literally tell him to go away on a trip with his friends. Literally tell him to go out with his friends. The more you do that, the more he'll come back. Hmm. I will guarantee it. Because if you do it the other way around, they're going to want to cheat. They're going to want to leave. They're going to want to have their freedom because they don't feel free as long as you're judging them and you're saying, hey, this is not the friend for you. This guy's a jerk. It's you judging and you're changing his mind on who this person is. I got a bunch of jerk friends. Yeah. My wife's in acceptance of all of them. She doesn't hang out with them. She'll hang out with some, and she doesn't hang out with the others. That's the key, because she's not threatened. No. That's the key. She's that way with women, too. Yeah. I think I swear to God, some woman could tongue-kiss me in front of her, and she would have no problem. Really? Yeah, I think it's down to that. I, I think that's where it is. She's happier on the Internet right now. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to somebody, listen, do we have any volunteers? Somebody make out with me in front of my wife. <laughs> we have to put this to the test. There's only one way There's to find Nobody out. wants to make out with me. but, uh, but <laughs> That's true. I, I want to do, I, here's what we'll do. If anybody wants to be a volunteer making out with me, pretty attractive, by the way. you got to make attractive so I can see if there's any modicum of jealousy. I want to make out. I'll have you over as a friend, and we start making out. <laughs> It's the stupidest thing I've ever said. Our producer, Sergio, is going to edit rails. this out. He's going to edit this out. It's, you're off topic. Rails. He's going to be mad at me. So anyway, so here's, here's what I'm proposing. And we can tease this yeah. for the next episode. If I find someone out there that wants to do this experiment, when my wife is on the internet, I'll say, yeah, Sarah's coming over for dinner. And she doesn't mind that. I cook all the time. Women, men, doesn't matter. I cook a lot. And then when she's on the internet in the dining room and I'm cooking and me and Sarah walk in, I just, hey, Sarah, we start making out. <laughs> Let's see. If she even looks up. <laughs> <laughs> 
this quarantine thing, we're going batty. <laughs> I'm doing experiments. <laughs> we'll wear a mask if we make out. I don't yeah, know. There you go. But uh, invite uh, Camila Harris. Is that her name? Camila. Yeah. Camila Harris. Actually, that would her, be the ultimate. I met test. her husband at uh, the country club. Are you jealous of him? Well, I was like looking at him. Yeah. I was looking at him, going, I wonder yeah. what it's like. No, I actually went. Eh, I'm better than him. I literally said that. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? I go, nah, I got more goods than this guy. He must have money. <laughs> he must have a lot of money, this guy. So, uh, yeah, so I met him at a, at a country club. Oh, perfect. He's at a better country club than I am, so <laughs> I guess he has more money. But anyway, that's our episode for today. I'm going to go home to my wife. She says the kids and I are playing on the street. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna you're go, done. I'm going to go to that. So I'm done for the day. We did a number of podcasts today. Make sure you listen to all of them. We put them together, you know, one by one. Sergio, we're hoping he doesn't edit too much. He's listening to this right now. I want to see if this gets out over the air. <laughs> it's Are almost we like, we're doing, like we're doing little experiments to see what really <laughs> makes it. How many times I go off book? Today's just an experiment. Day. Did we yeah. even t- did we cover a topic? This what was our topic? Men. Just yeah, being it's men. men. Just man. Being what does men. it look like? I think that's yeah. a very good topic, that's Sergio. Important. If you're going to edit this out, we stayed on the man topic. Okay, I went off a little bit with making out in front of my wife. <laughs> Sex right, in the I woods off, with coyotes. I went off a little, that's off a little bit. Just a little but, bit. But if you bring it right. back. If, if it would have been like a zoo animal or something, that, that would have been overboard. I'm like trying giraffes. to say, if you are in a relationship, let the guy... Be who he is. Be who he is. Which exactly. is what you said earlier. Stay out of the judgment. Powerful. That is a very, very clear thing I can give you advice on. Because women are going, oh, he won't do this. He won't do that. We should do a, an episode. Like yeah. This would be a series. Because we could As long as I make episode. out. I got to make out with somebody. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I that's, love making out. That's the Remember intention. those days making out? I don't remember those days. You don't? <laughs> Those make out days. I love I'm just going to come over to your house and he's watch you make cheating, out with Sarah. He's kissing, cheating. That's we got to test that out. All right, we're going to yeah, yeah. we'll tease that to the next. But we got to test it. All right, I'm all in. But let's. I love here's kissing. A here's I, a tease. I, you know, let's let, let's actually in one of these episodes yeah. talk to women directly and give them advice from obviously two men, two married men. Like this is what we advise you to do, right? Because I think it's really important for. <gasps> For women to understand okay. our, our perspective. Okay, so our next episode, we need a third microphone. For right? Sarah. Yeah, we're calling her Sarah. Yeah. By the way, any Sarahs out Sarah. there, I'm not being specific. I'm not being specific, okay? Sarah. We're just using her. Yeah, that, yeah. I think there's a bunch of Sarah. There's a song. I think there's two there's Sarahs. There's probably a bunch of. Yeah. Well, there's Sarah. Won't you smile for, smile for me, Sarah? Oh, yeah. You don't know that one? It's Hall and Oates. Mm. All right, I'm not any, that old. What do you mean not that old? <laughs> I wasn't around for Bill Haley in the comics. I can tell you they did rock around the clock tonight, for God's sakes. Wasn't around for even rock, Elvis. Rock, rock, too. Yeah. Yeah, right? You don't have to be around yeah. to know that George Washington crossed the Delaware. You didn't have to be around for it. Good point. I always love when people go, I'm not old enough to know that. <laughs> really? So you know history? All right, folks, we hope you had a great time on our episode. I'm going to go home, and uh, I'll report back to you if there's any making out that goes on in this. uh, When do you want to do our next one? You want to do it soon so that we can get back? I don't think there's enough time to get this posted. How much time do you need to potentially? I might be able to call someone to make out. I'm going to call my friend. I'm not going to say her name. 
she might do this experiment with me. Really? Although one time she said something like when she thought of somebody said something, have you two ever been boyfriend, girlfriend? She literally went, ew. So maybe not her. (laughs) No, but it depends on how fast she said that. If it was really fast, she likes you. She really? Yeah, because she was trying to deflect. No. And not let the other people know how much of a crush she has on Craig. You know that shot of Lee Harvey Oswald when he was shot with a gun? old. There's a shot. It's a classic photograph of him being shot. Okay. He's like wincing. The guy walked up to him and shot him in the belly. He's like that. That's mm-hmm. what she looked like. Lee mm-hmm. Harvey Oswald. <laughs> she was just playing it up. Nah, you think? Yeah. I'm going to ask her. She's always yeah. said I'm her brother and then she's my Nina's. Her, it's my friend Nina. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to call Nina right at when I'm going home. I'm going to say you have her. no problem just dropping the names. I don't care. She doesn't either. By the way, I have no 100 Ninas. How's that? I do. I literally know 100 Ninas. Well, that's a this lot of Ninas. She's kind of like, but she did. She is the only one who went, ew, when she thought <laughs> but someone said we were ever together. You think it's a cover? I'm asking her. It's a cover. Yeah. I had it's a cover. friend of mine. I'm not going to say her name. And uh, I said, back in the day, did you ever, ever have any uh, any desire for me? No. <laughs> Jesus, it came back so fast. Now, that's different if you ask her. What do you mean? If somebody else asks her, because somebody else asked Nina, right? And Nina's uh, like, yeah, that's deflection. No, she's, she's done got it with it me, too, you. when I say it direct. Yeah. I say, never? Mm, no. No, you're my brother. No. That's how I became the love master, by the way. All the girls Nina? would be friends with me. They were all used uh, the F word, friend. And I, they treated me like that, and I felt like... A geek, and that's how the love master is the opposite. He's that man, just to wrap this up. He's the alter ego. He's the alter ego. Man of all this bravado. He's Lothario and all that, because that's basically who they ended up with, a lot of these girls. Mm, That's another good episode. Let's bring the love master story and what's underneath. All right, folks. All right, go make out. Be safe, be healthy, and uh, I'll let you know. Kamala. Yeah, I won't get Corona. I might get herpes. We'll see on the next episode of Can I Help You? (laughs) Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and that you got something out of it. Please share this with a friend. If you can, review us on Apple Podcast. You can always reach us on Instagram at Can I Help You Podcast, Twitter at Can I Help You Pod, and Facebook on my fan page. You can reach me personally on Instagram, official Craig Shoemaker, Twitter at The Lovemaster, and the Facebook group, Craig Shoemaker Presents. For tour dates and all else, sign up for my shoes letter. Go to craigshoemaker.com. Today's podcast was produced and edited by Sergio Navoa.